Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends, guys. Welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady, where people confuse regular customers as employees. And today, OP teaches an elderly couple a lesson when they get a little bit too aggressive and entitled. I hope you enjoy the stories today. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can share or link your post to this email right here. We're diving in. So for some reason, I have the retail drone look. No matter where I go, I always get the whole, do you know where I can find, or where are your restrooms? But the one today took the cake. So I went to the grocery store to pick up some grub. And because of the sheer amount of people that had the same idea, the cart pusher was having a really hard time keeping up. I finish emptying my cart, and I'm wheeling it back towards the front of the store, stopping on the way to grab another loose cart on the way. As I'm nearing the end of the aisle, I hear off to my left, Hey, you, catch! And I look over to see a Karen pushing her cart at me full speed. I stop the two carts I'm pushing and watch as the one she shoved at me cruises by and slams into the truck to my right, nearly hitting the owner who was loading his groceries at the time. The Karen who threw her cart at me yells, You idiot! Why didn't you catch it? Meanwhile, the truck owner's walking over to me. I tell the woman, hey, I don't work here. And she asked, then why are you pushing carts? Before she can react, the truck's owner steps in fuming, because all he saw was a cart ramming full speed into his truck. And at this point, she's got more important things to deal with than respond to me, because she just put a dent into the side of this guy's shiny truck. I just put the two carts back inside, got in my car, and left. It's not my problem, as I don't work there. Guys, I love this post so much. This is another reason why you should never assume people are employees, and that you should always return your cards yourselves. And I just gotta say, I would have had so much fun watching that unfold. Like Karen having to explain to that man why she pushed a cart at his truck would have made my day, guys. So I've been a long time lurker on this sub, but I've never had an I don't work here experience myself due to the fact that I'm a 6 foot 4 guy, weigh 250 pounds, and have a severe case of resting bitch face. I did come across an I don't work here situation recently while going through my local Walmart. On this day, I was on my way to a wedding and had to stop and pick up some snacks as it was a potluck style reception. I was wearing the standard wedding attire, white long sleeve button up shirts, black slacks, black shoes, and a blue tie to match the bridal party. So I guess I could have been mistaken for a manager. To get to the food section in Walmart, you have to pass the cosmetics. And on my way past, I happened to overhear a very heated one-sided conversation. Being the nosy type, I naturally decided to check it out, and what I find makes me a little more than upset. As I'm turning into the aisle, I see a middle-aged woman, hereby dubbed Karen, about three inches away from a young lady, who could not have been more than 25 years old. Karen screaming at this poor girl, demanding she be shown proper respect, that the woman do her job properly, etc. Typical Karen rant. 
Now, the part that made me angry was I could see that she was a few seconds away from having a panic attack. My girlfriend suffers from a fairly severe panic anxiety disorder, and I've had to help her through more than one panic attack, and I'm intimately familiar with the signs that a panic attack is coming. This poor girl that's getting yelled at, who's wearing nothing remotely close to a Walmart uniform, is about 30 seconds away from a meltdown. She's hyperventilating, her eyes are widened, and she's darting around looking for an out. Seeing the girl in the state definitely made me angry, and I felt I had to intervene. So I walk up to Karen, very gently place the tips of my fingers on her shoulders and say, Excuse me, ma'am, what seems to be the problem? Karen sees my outfits and apparently thinks I'm a manager and she says, Good, your employee is being unbelievably lazy and rude. I demand you fire her immediately. At this point, I realize she thinks I'm a manager and I say to her, Oh, I apologize, ma'am, you have my word that I will deal with this matter right away. But before I do, is there something I can help you with? Karen says, ugh, finally, some help. You need to tell me where you keep the dog food. I say to her, again, I apologize for the inconvenience. Our dog food is kept on aisle 62 in the far right corner, pointing to the other side of the store. I tell her to keep walking that way and you can't miss it. Karen replies, it's about effing time someone did their job glaring at the poor girl she was yelling at, and then she storms off without another word. I then turn to the young woman, take a small step back, and tell her in a soft voice that she's gonna be okay, and that woman's gone. The girl seems to have calmed down enough that she's not in immediate danger of a panic attack, so I just kind of smile and say, hey, you might want to grab what you need and go. When she finds out that aisle 62 doesn't exist and that I'm not actually the manager, she's going to have a bit more to say to me, and it would probably be best if you weren't around to catch anything in the crossfire. Hearing me say that, she looks at me confused at first, but when realization comes, she lets out a little laugh, and she nods, saying she was on her way out. I give a friendly wave, grab my snacks, and check out right away. Thankfully, I leave before Karen finds me again. Oh man, OP was a freaking hero that day, guys. And let me tell you, trolling the Karen just made it so much better. With that said, though, she probably exploded when she found out aisle 62 didn't exist. And I would have hated to be the real manager working that day, just having to deal with that aftermath. I worked as a director of security at a resort in southern Arizona many years ago. My attire was usually business casual. One day, I decided to wear a red shirt and khaki pants. I run to Target to buy some power strips for some new equipment we had gotten that day. While trying to find the best fitting product, I hear, hey, excuse me. Engrossed in my thoughts about power strips, I just move forward a few inches, thinking someone was trying to get behind me. It's at that point I got grabbed by my arm by a small, trollish-looking woman, and she says, Hey, I'm talking to you. At that I respond, F off, lady, don't touch me. And the woman says, Well, I thought you worked here. After staring at my shirt that clearly says a name other than Target, I say to her, regardless if I do or not, that doesn't give you the right to grab people. Now, I do want to note that I'm an easygoing person, but people who treat retail workers, restaurant workers, etc. like crap just because they can trigger Hulk smash mode, I have no patience for those sorts. At that, the woman huffs off, and I think that's the end of it. 
I make my purchase and head to the door when out of nowhere some Gerald McRaney looking dude comes up to me and he sticks a finger in my chest and doesn't quite make eye contact. The guy then starts telling me about how furious he is that I treated his wife like that and I won't have a job much longer once he's done here. I can see the troll woman who has no neck standing by smugly watching. And I say, get your finger out of my chest before I slap the dentures out of your mouth. Now, the town I lived in was notorious for snowbirds and their entitled bad behavior. The guy smutters and I continue walking to my car. When I open my car door, he tried to shut it. And I'm thinking, okay, calm down, try to resolve this without escalation. What would I prove as a 24-year-old man beating up a misguided and possibly confused senior citizen? So that's when I say, hey, you need to get back to the nursing home before they realize you're missing, man. This will not end well for you. The guy then walks to the back of my car. I'm assuming he was getting my plate number. And as I drive off, he begins following me in the car as I head back to work. That's when I called the police and told them he was following me and said where I was heading and they said they would send someone. I get to my work and I tell the guy at the gate to not let the car in under any circumstances. I'm in my offices setting up the equipment about 7 minutes later when I get a call on the radio that there's an issue at the gate and wow, I didn't see this coming. So I head up there agitated, telling myself to remain professional. The idiot and his wife are shouting at my guard to let them in, as they're after a criminal, etc. And he was telling them that when the police get there, they can make that determination. So that's when a police cruiser finally pulls up. After taking everyone aside and getting statements, the old couple actually told the truth. That's when the officer was like, Okay, so by your own admission, you grabbed him, you waited outside for him, and you stuck your finger in his chest and tried preventing him from leaving and then followed him all the way here. Do you not see something wrong with this? That's when the officer asked if I wanted to file a report. I just shook my head no and asked for them to be trespassed. They got told to leave, and I never saw them again. Yeah, I think if I were OP, I wouldn't have let them off so easily, guys. And I just want to say that the way OP dealt with that couple was absolutely savage. Like, the, the dentures line, though. Guys, I was always taught to be respectful when it comes to dealing with older folk, but not when they're that rude. And what the heck were they looking to accomplish by following OP to his work like that? Sounds a little bit crazy to me. My fiancé and I recently moved into a one-bedroom apartment above a shop, which happens to be a tailor's shop of some kind. It's a small place, but we turned this place into our perfect home. Anyway, after a few months of settling in, I was walking home from work. I work in a gas station as a part of a supermarket, so we have uniforms that clearly state that we work there. Anyway, I unlock the big door that gets us into the main sort of building. Since this huge door was the door we go through first, and it happened to be right next to the tailor's shop, I'm minding my own business as usual, trying to get myself home, ready to chill out. When out of nowhere, I hear a lady call to me as I was about to shut the door and lock it. I open the door, thinking it's probably one of our neighbors who forgot a key, or any neighbor's guest. As soon as I opened the door, a giant quilt was dumped into my arms, followed by the woman saying, Hello, my dear, I was wondering if you could patch up this hole in the corner of this for me. And I also heard from a friend that you can make blankets out of old clothes, like as in memory of people, right? I clocked on pretty quick. The lady thinks I'm the owner of the tailor shop, which was closed. So I say to her, oh, I'm sorry, I don't work at the store, I live upstairs. 
The door to that shop is right there, pointing to the door, saying to her, and it's closed. The lady then says to me, but you are the tailor shop, aren't you? I say to her, uh, I'm not, I'm afraid. I don't own it and I don't work there either. The lady then points at my keys to the door, which I've just opened. And she says, well, then what's this place then? You have to be the tailors. Are you trying to get out of helping me? I explained to her that this is the door I go through to enter my home. You know, where I live. I do in fact live above the tailor shop, but that doesn't mean I own it too. At this point, the lady screams at me and says, That's just ridiculous. Look, stop messing around. When can you sort out this quilt? Now in my head, I thought I could easily sew, and if I had a sewing set, I would have done this for her, just for a bit of extra cash, but I didn't. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. I then hand back her quilt and say, look, I don't work or own the tailors. I work over there, pointing to my uniform and the logo on my jacket. I even opened my jacket and showed her my name badge and uniform to really prove to her that I work somewhere else other than the tailors. The lady then says to me, well, do you know what time the shop will open? I tell her I haven't had the slightest clue, but I can guess maybe tomorrow? If you write down that number, it's best to try to call them to find out to save you traveling all the way here for possibly nothing. The lady then storms off without a thank you for at least helping her. Oh, how many of you would have taken her quilt that day, guys? Okay, ma'am, since you keep insisting that I'm the tailor and you aren't listening to a word I'm saying, come back a week from now and it'll all be done. So it's been a long day with no coffee and little sleep. I usually take the bus home, but they were shut down for some reason this time. I wasn't mad, it would just take an extra 20 minutes to walk home, and I've been trying to be more healthy. On my way home, I pass a Home Depot that's about 10 minutes from my house, and I remembered I needed some screws for a shelf that I'm repairing. 
So I would just stop in, grab it, then go. But how wrong was I? The store I work for has an orange shirt and khakis as the uniform, but I didn't expect anyone to mistake me. Much less two different people. Much less a customer and a manager. I walked in, and I'm starting to go for the screws I needed, which were about halfway down an aisle. At the front of the aisle, a 60-something-year-old woman clears her throat, and I thought nothing of it. I kept walking, and she starts snapping. Once again, I thought she was just being rude to someone else, but then she yells, Hey, you, bitch in the orange shirt. It's at this point I finally realized she was talking to me, and I was simply appalled. Like, how do people talk like this? I'll be me, and she'll be rude lady. The rude lady says, Finally I got your attention. These stores are just going downhill. They're hiring autists like you here. Now tell me where the 10 by 20 boards are, or I'll get you reprimanded by the manager. Hearing her say that to me, I respond, What the hell did you just say to me? What the hell are you even talking about? The rude lady says, I should expect no less. Where the hell are the 10 by 20 boards? I'm the manager's wife, and I could have you fired. I say to her, I do not work here. Even if you are the manager's wife, I feel sorry for that guy. Calling random people autistic is very rude and insensitive. The lady responds, you're just being incredibly lazy. No one in their right mind would wear a shirt like that if they had a choice. You can F right off. At this point, I just stop responding. I walk off to get my screws. The woman finishes her rant, cursing me off as I walk away. And that's when I meet the manager. I have my screws, and I'm starting to head to the checkout lanes, and a man in black pants and a button-down approaches me with a very angry look. I'll call him crazy manager, and I'll be me. He comes up to me screaming, Hey, you, you stop right there. Come talk to me right now. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what now? And I respond, yes, sir. He says to me, my wife told me that you were very, very disrespectful to her. You know that's not how we treat customers here. At this point, I just decide to have fun with this. And I say, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I've just had a really rough day. First, I lose my name tag, and then a rude customer called me a bitch. I'll be better next time, I promise. The manager says, you know the rules here. The customer is always right, especially if it's my wife. Don't even bother coming in tomorrow, you're fired. I just keep playing and say, I'm sorry sir, I swear, what can I do to keep my job? The manager says to me, nothing, now get out of my store. After this, I walk away pretending to be sad. The manager walks away triumphantly while I go off to pay. The clerk is very confused and I explain everything to him. The guy laughs really hard and tells me how this manager has always been a problem, but the second one has never been. Overall, a very good first, I don't work here, lady experience. Yeah, I think I would have caused a scene right there at that point, guys. Like, I've read enough stories, and I have enough knowledge to deal with crappy managers like this. And honestly, that might have been his last day on the job, if I were in OP shoes. I would have said to him, come, come, let's go to your office, here's my identification, let's go try to find my name on the list of employees at this Home Depot. But guys, let me know what you would do if you were in OP shoes in this situation. I'm a Dutch artist. At one point, I had a studio in an otherwise empty building in a primarily residential area. It was an anti-squat arrangement. It was cheap, but the building was in crappy condition with leaks and mold. Our studio was in the least crappy part of the building, and the owners did F all to improve the conditions. 
Nonetheless, there was a for sale slash rent sign on the front, and the anti-squad company had posters in the window with their contact information on it. Our studio also only had two windows that could be opened, and I had to open the door for ventilation when I used fixative or varnish on large drawings so the fumes wouldn't kill me. So one midweek afternoon, I'm waiting for a layer of varnish to dry, and I'm talking to my husband in the office when we hear a loud banging coming from the entrance. It's a woman shouting kids yelping, and confused, we went over to see. It's a woman, and she's carrying a clunky, plastic kid scooter that she's banging into the doorframe, the door, the walls, into a table that had a security camera on it, almost toppling it. Keep in mind, my hands and face are smudged with charcoal. I had a tight deadline to finish something, so I looked generally disheveled and scruffy. I shouted at the woman, excuse me, trying to interrupt the screaming of the woman arguing with her kid, who wants his scooter back, even as his sister rides hers into our studio and starts crashing into stuff. I ask her, what are you doing here? And I want to note that at this point, we're blocking the hallway to keep her daughter from entering any further, to where we keep the chemicals, sharp things, and the expensive, fragile things. Eventually, she looks up and says, I want to rent here, she demands. I tell her, you can't rent this place. This place is rented out to us. We're the renters. If you want a different space in the building, you need to call the number on the poster on the window, which you can see from the outside. Mind you, this was a mostly empty hallway except for the table and the camera. There were no signs, anything, or advertising in the studio because we didn't need to advertise it. The woman, of course, ignores what I say, and she says, I want to rent this. How do I rent this? The woman shouts at me more angry. At first, I thought maybe she didn't understand because Dutch wasn't her first language, but she did have a noteworthy accent. The woman is still arguing with her kid, however, and she's swinging the scooter about as she swivels. I say to her, you have to call the number on the poster out front pointing in its direction. Hopefully she'd get it and leave. The woman keeps screaming, how do I rent? What does it cost? It took us several minutes before we could get her to leave, repeatedly telling her, this is private. We're renters. You are trespassing and you need to leave. Call this number. All the while keeping her daughter from going through the pockets of the coats we have in the hallway. The woman finally left, understanding she had to call the number on the poster if she wanted to rent and ambled off screaming at her kids and banging the plastic scooter into everything as she went. Sadly, she wasn't the only person who thought they could walk in and demand to know our business. But after this encounter, we started blocking the door with a wooden pallet covered in bells to deter casual invasions. And even with that, we still caught people leaning in to gawk or even fumble at the pallet to gain entrance, demanding service. I never found out what kind of service they expected, like who sees a building with no signs, no posters, no advertisements, and thinks they can wander in to demand stuff from employees. Entitled people or thieves, that's who guys. And I love this comment right here. This person says, have you ever tried using a line like, you can't be here, we're removing asbestos. I'd hope that would get people to clear out faster. Only if those people were smart enough to know what asbestos is. So after years of being an employee, I finally opened my own little business in Key West. It was a kiosk right on Duval Street, and I sat outside in a director's chair and enjoyed the laid-back vibe and the parade of tourists. Now most tourists were nice, many coming off cruise ships. I sold a variety of ceramic and papier-mâché birds and fish and other trinkets. It's amazing, the crap that people will buy just because they're on vacation. 
Anyways, there's me, this lead Karen, and a pack of Karens involved in this. So the pack of Karens and lead Karen approaches my kiosk, and they start looking at my display. The lead Karen innocently asked how much a certain cockatoo on a wire cost. I got up and replied, they're all marked with the price. This one says $22. At that, she sneers and says, huh, this isn't worth half of that. This craftsmanship is worth way less than half. Now, it was obvious she wasn't interested, and she just wanted an excuse to badmouth my product and show off to her pack. So in a dead voice, I say, if you don't like it, there's the sidewalk. At that, the lead Karen says, how rude. Does your manager know you speak to potential customers like that? I want to speak to the manager. At this point, going full Karen outrage. I calmly say to her, I am the manager. Karen says, well, you are a rude manager. I want to speak to the owner. And this is when my years of having to put up with rude customers because fears of consequences kicked in. I'd worked in retail, restaurants, and as a flight attendant, and I had years of pent-up abuse heaped upon me. The woman just kept yelling at me, and that's when I snapped, I'm the owner. I'm also the sales guy, the manager, and we all agree that you need to get your ass on the sidewalk and out of my face before the three of us do something we'll all regret. That's when the lead Karen and the horrified pack of Karens hastily made their exit. The guy who ran the store next door had watched the exchange and he looked at me in shock as I'm usually so easygoing and polite. As what just happened began to sat in, I began to howl with laughter until I couldn't breathe. The looks on their faces as they ran off was priceless. It was so freeing to be able to tell them off without worrying about answering to anyone. Ain't that the dream, guys, telling off rude customers without the fear of getting reprimanded. I've said this before, stores need to hire someone to deal with people like this. Someone that just sits on a chair, and when Karens go off on employees, they come in and destroy them. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. I hope you didn't shake your heads too much. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode, where a rude Karen thinks they can park wherever they want, and firefighters teach them a lesson they'll never forget. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.